Hey guys, it's Simi and this is Brustling Unlimited as we are here on the, what's today's date? The 17th of December, 2021 to talk about everything that went down tonight on Friday Night Smackdown. Oh, that's nice. Smackdown was a solid show. We got some future building. We got a new match announced for day one. And that end, I really enjoyed the end of tonight's show. But with that, first off, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. Remember, if you are watching here on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can subscribe just like Cold Cuts KC and Broken King Slender did recently with a tier one subscription. Or if you don't got the money, but you're already paying Amazon for Amazon Prime, don't worry. You take that Amazon account. You take that Twitch account, you link them together, ka-ching, you've got Prime Gaming. With Prime Gaming, you get a lot of cool perks like free games. Right now, one of those free games, Hot Pursuit. Excuse me. Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit Remastered. Also, you get stuff for games, in-game items for Valorant, Fall Guys, Grand Theft Auto Online, and so much more. But you always get, and this never changes, one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to, and I'd greatly appreciate it if you use that free subscription on us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And if you say, I don't got Amazon Prime, you got to know somebody that does, whether it's your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your daddy, your daddy's brother, your daddy's sister, your auntie, your uncle, your grandma, your grandpa, your dog walker, your mailman, your landlord, your, I don't know, lawyer. Say, hey, you have Amazon Prime? Oh, you do? Can I use it? It's not going to cost you anything extra. Let me just... Link it to my Twitch, and then I can go support some cool creators. But on the flip side, if you're watching on YouTube, you can help us out over there a couple of different ways as well. You can help us out in the live chat with a super chat or a super sticker donation. Super chats are the best way to guarantee that your comment, concern, question do get read live on the air. Also, I do want to say, um, I'm going I'm to Talk about this trapster in a second. I do want to say that you can support the channel by subscribing as a channel member. Hitting that join button down below gets you early access to news. Gets you early access to non-news videos, podcast episodes, extra podcasts, and so much more. Plus, plus, there's other ways you can support us without having to spend any extra money. If you're already going over to the Epic Game Store, whether you're getting in on Fortnite Chapter 3, you're buying V-Bucks. You're getting skins for Rocket League. You're going to the Epic Game Store to get Final Fantasy VII Intergrade. Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. Well, it's going to ask you if you have a creator code. And you do. It's right here. Creator code. PW Unlimited. Check out. Use that. Even when you're on the Epic Game Store claiming the free games. Put in creator code PW Unlimited because it really, really, really does help us out. Also, must say it right now. I've already seen Spider-Man No Way Home twice. If anybody puts spoilers in the chat, you're gone. Banned. Not even just, I'm going to time you out for a little bit. No, you're gone. This is not a space for that. Yes, I've already seen the movie twice. But there's probably a lot of people here in the chat that have not seen the movie. 
And so I don't want them to come in here and go, oh, well, this guy lets anyone say anything in the chat. And now it spoiled the movie for me that I was going to go see tomorrow because I've been working all week and can't go till the weekend. No, I want people to come in here and not have to worry about that. So if I see anything that either is a spoiler or people could think is a spoiler, you're gone. I'm not playing. I'm just going to say it right here for the next week and a half to two weeks. That's my thing. And I will remind you guys, you've already seen No Way Home. Don't post anything in my chat or you will be gone. Just like some asshole that I just had to ban on Twitter because I posted, hey, in three months, it's going to be the 20th anniversary of Brock Lesnar's debut. And then he goes and comments on that tweet with the probably biggest spoiler or one of the biggest spoilers of the movie. Not the biggest spoiler. One of the biggest, not the biggest though, but one of the biggest spoilers of the movie. And I'm like, I message him and go, why would you do that? And he literally responds with, I'm an asshole. So I said, well, if you want to be an asshole, you're gone. I'm going to ban you. And then he tried to do the whole, you're mad over a movie. I'm like, Bro, people don't want to see that. They don't want to be spoiled. They don't want the experience spoiled for them. So as much as I can help, I will help mitigate spoilers on my end. Whether that's me not saying anything, even though, boy, I do want to say stuff about this movie, or me keeping people away from my comment sections and chats to not spoil for any of you. Just saying. But with that, we've got Friday Night Smackdown to talk about. And the show kicked off with a recap from last week before cutting to the uh, garage, I guess you could say, the entrance. And Paul Heyman's standing there, and they said Paul Heyman's been standing there for a while, waiting for Roman Reigns. And Paul's got the universal belt. Like, Roman doesn't travel with his own belt. I guess he's going to have to starting now. But regardless, the show does open up with Sasha Banks and Tony Storm against Charlotte Flair and Shotzi. This match went just shy of 19 minutes. Yeah, just shy of 19 minutes. Um, speaking of Spider-Man, here's a cool thing. Sasha Banks wearing Spider-Man gear. Sasha Banks this past Monday was at, excuse me, the world premiere for Spider-Man No Way Home. And then tonight, she wore Spider-Man inspired gear. Really, really cool. But regardless, this match was really good. Told a good story and built up to a big match for next week. So the recap, Flair attacking Storm last week. Michael Cole tried to push the Storm frustrated Flair so much that she got intentionally disqualified. It started off slowly with Storm locking on a side headlock. Shotzi broke free and got the head scissors, but Storm escaped. Shotzi went after the arm, but Storm fought back with a boot. Storm and Banks sent Shotzi into the ropes. And she held on and tagged Flair. I don't know why I wrote that weird. Hmm. Banks caught Flair with a hurricane run and a head chop to gain control. Storm tagged in, but Flair rocked her with the forearm to quickly take over. She then knocked Banks off the apron. And this is a little weird. She went to go for the kick, and Charles Robinson's standing there. So she literally moves him and then goes for the boot to boot. Um. <clears throat> yep, we already got one guy banned in the chat. The same asshole from Twitch, Twitter. Like, are you kidding, guy? Are you really, are you really gonna be that guy? 
Really. I, 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 just, I just don't understand people. This same guy commented on one of my tweets with a big spoiler. Now he's in the Twitch chat. Big spoiler. Like, fuck off. Some people, some people just, they can't help themselves from being assholes. Anyways, again, a little, little awkwardness here, but Charlotte played it off well. She like shoves Charles Robinson out of the way and then boots Charlotte or uh, Sasha off of the, off the apron. Where was I here? Sorry about that. Um, Storm then dropped Flair face first on the for a near face first for a near fall, but Shotzi broke up the pin attempt as we went to a commercial. Back from the break, the baby faces were firmly in control. They hit a double back elbow on Shotzi for a two. Storm and Banks isolated Shotzi on their side of the ring. Banks knocked Flair off the apron, but Shotzi took advantage and hit discus clothesline. Shotzi held Banks. And Flair, uh, Shotzi held Banks, and Flair rocked her with a hard chop. Flair then threw Banks into the barricade. Flair slowed down the pace with the chin lock. The fans broke into a loud "Let's go, Sasha!" chant, and Banks broke free. But Flair hit a tilt world backbreaker for a close near fall. Back from another break, the heels are firmly in control until Banks got the hot tag. Flair went for another tilt to whirl, or Flair herself went for a tilt to whirl backbreaker, and Banks countered it into a crossbody. Flair then went for a moonsault, but Storm rolled out of the way. Flair landed on her feet and went for a standing moonsault, but Storm got her knees up. Storm then rolled up Charlotte Flair, picked up the victory, and in turn earned herself a shot of the, of the SmackDown Women's Championship. Jordan, I hope you didn't see that comment in the chat. But I, I, I got rid of it as fast as I could. Um, Jason here has a question. He says, if you have any questions regarding live reactions or anything, feel free to ask me since I'm here live. Oh, Wow. You're watching my review while still at the building. So has SmackDown for so I assume SmackDown for next week is is already underway, right? Because they're filming next week's SmackDown tonight. And apparently, this match that we just talked about, the women's tag team match, was supposed to be the main event for next week's show. So going forward, I've said this already, and I'll say it again. I'm over this. The new day is king and sir. It's just kind of annoying now, especially the baby face making other baby faces kiss his hand. Like what? That's a heel thing. Okay, Beller says episode two already done. Jason says yes. I won't spoil anything. Okay, cool. We will put up a spoiler video later regarding next week's SmackDown. But I'm not going to talk any spoilers in this video, so no one gets spoiled. Um, so going forward, King Xavier sat on his throne backstage, which is now part of their entrance. Like, oh, okay. Uh, Kofi and the roster chanted his name, King Woods, King Woods, King Woods, and the Usos approached. They mocked the New Day for goofing around. The New Day then challenged them to a match tonight. 
Usos agreed and promised not just to beat them tonight, but also beat them at day one. They recapped Zia Lee debuting last week to help Naomi. Natalia was then interviewed, said, hey, you're going to ask me about Zia Lee. I'm a Guinness book, Guinness world record hall. I'm a Guinness world record holder two times over. You don't ask me about stuff like that. But if Zia Lee tries to get in my way again, I'm going to have to knock her out. Then we have Pat McAfee over here doing his little pencil flip thing. Hold on, where's my pen? This is not as hard as he makes it seem. But McAfee's always over there, pen flip, and everyone's like, hey, that's a hard thing to do. Not really. Really? Do it again. Pen flip. We got it right here. Boom. Pen flip. What now, Pat McAfee? What now, Pat McAfee? So going forward, to recap Bobby Lashley with the Raw Rebound. Talking about how he got his way into the WWE title match this past, or this coming January 1st at day one. Next up, we had the Viking Raiders against Ginger Mahal and Shanky. This match went almost five minutes, and to be honest, that was longer than I expected. Match was fine, dragged at times, and felt long for some reason. I don't know why, but it did. <clears throat> Correct, Jason, I just mentioned that, that with pinning Charlotte in the opening match that earned Tony a title match for next week. Yeah, that was announced on television tonight. Or next week's show. Uh, going forward with this tag team match here, Michael Cole said that this is a very important match as whatever team wins could earn themselves a title shot against maybe the New Day or the Usos going forward. Why is WWE emailing me right now? Oh, they want me to buy the new Roman Reigns t-shirt. I legit just got an email from WWE that says, buy the new Roman Reigns needle mover shirt. <clears throat> oh, it looks like they, I'm not going to talk about it here, but it looks like they announced the stuff for the Owen Cup on Rampage. I knew they were going to, but I didn't know at what point of the show they were going to announce that or not. Um, so going forward, again, we're not talking Rampage here, but you guys can, can chat about that in the chat if you want. Like I said, Michael Cole made this match seem very important, saying that one of these teams could move themselves up into contention for a tag title shot in the future. The match itself actually went through a break, and the Viking Raiders were in control. The heels took over, and Shanky hit a side slam on Eric for a near fall. The heels isolated Eric on their side of the ring and cut him off from Ivar. Mahal slowed down the pace with the chin lock. Eric broke free, and Ivar got the hot tag. Ivar ran wild and hit a crossbody on Mahal. Ivar attacked Shanky, but it had no effect on him. Ivar avoided Mahal with a cartwheel. Eric then slammed Ivar on Mahal for a near fall. The finish of the match then came when Eric slammed Ivar into Shanky in the corner. Eric then took out Mahal with a suplex, and Ivar hit a diving splash on Shanky to pick up the victory. They then recap Drew McIntyre putting his sword through Adam Pierce's desk. 
Later that night, Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin stole the desk, and apparently they're traveling with this desk at Madcap Moss and Corbin. Like, what? That was kind of dumb. A little, little bit, just a little bit. See Paul Heyman still waiting, waiting for Roman Reigns. An SUV pulls up, and he's like, oh, my tribal chief. Nope. Brock Lesnar. Brock steps out, gets a huge pop. Lesnar gets that Heyman, waiting for Reigns, and said, well, I wish you good luck. Next up, we had Happy Talk. This wasn't good at all. This wasn't good at all. So Corbin noted that they added a new piece to the set, which is Pierce's desk and McIntyre's sword. He talked about the desk before Moss and Corbin started telling bad jokes. The jokes were so bad that the fans broke out into a loud CM Punk chant. He's on the other channel tonight. McAfee had the line of the night where he claimed that they were chanting, we want love. Like, oh boy. Oh boy, Pat. Hey, at least he didn't this time say, let's go Brandon. Uh, he agreed with the fans. But we wanted love. Corbin praised Moss and gave him the sword as a gift. Moss tries to pull it from the desk like the old sword in the stone, and he couldn't. Corbin and Moss tried to pull together, and they failed. They could not pull the sword from the desk, just like the old sword in the stone. McIntyre's music hits. He comes down to the ring laughing at them that they can't pull it out. And he mocks them both. McIntyre then beat down the heels and easily pulls the sword out the desk. Angela back with Drew. McIntyre went after Corbin and Moss put him, uh, pulled them out of the ring. That's it. Not good at all. In the back, Sami Zayn approached Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville. They pointed out that Zayn wasn't wearing a neck brace or sitting in a wheelchair. Zayn accidentally said that his lawyer told him he doesn't need it anymore. He then corrected himself and said, I mean, the doctor, not my lawyer, the doctor. It was a funny line. The way he, I couldn't do it justice. The way he delivered it was really funny. Zayn started complaining and noted that he never actually got his rematch for the Intercontinental Championship a year ago. Pearson DeVille then, you know, agreed and said, you're going to get an opportunity to get that opportunity. Next week, 12-man gauntlet match. Winner is a future shot at the Intercontinental Championship. Next up, we had Ridge Holland versus Cesaro that went three minutes. And this match was just all right. And I guess you could say Pat McAfee got his AW dig in there, saying that Shahid Khan getting rid of Urban Meyer from the Jacksonville Jaguars was a good thing as Cesaro made his way down to the ring. And interesting enough, I had a message earlier that someone sent me was like, Pat's going to mention the Jaguars and Urban Myers and, and Shad Condon. And I go, no, he's not. And he did. And he did. So kudos to that person for, for knowing some stuff before it happened. So going forward here with this match again, three minutes. Not much to really say. Zaro had the control. Knocked Holland to the floor. Sheamus caused a distraction. Holland took over. Power slam pin. That's it. That's it. 
Next up, Naomi took on Shayna Baszler. This match didn't even last 30 seconds. Didn't even last 30 seconds bell to bell. So Naomi had her Christmas list and noted that she only had one thing on the list, a match with Sonya Deville. Deville came down to the ring and turned her down yet again. Deville then announced that Naomi will be taking on Shayna Baszler right now. Deville caused a distraction. Baszler jumped her from behind. Naomi rolled her up and pinned her. That was it. What, what, what else to say? Deville then ordered the referee. Well, actually, no. Yeah, no, that was it. So in the back, Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss were hiding from Drew McIntyre. Corbin announced that McIntyre take on Moss day one. Moss didn't seem to quite like that news. I thought. Going forward, it was funny because, you know, they're hiding in the closet. And Pat goes, no, Michael Cole goes, well, if they're not scared of Roman, why are they hiding? For, or not Roman, uh, Drew. Why are they hiding from Drew? I thought that was a funny line. Like, they say they're not scared. So why are they hiding? You know what I mean? But non-title match. It was the New Day. It was the New Day. Against tag team champions, the Usos. In an eight and a half minute match. Fun match. Didn't want it tonight. I don't. Why? Why did we need this match tonight? We're getting the freaking tag title match in two weeks. Two weeks from tomorrow. We so didn't need this match tonight. They could have gave us anything else. Give me Kofi versus Jimmy in a singles match. And then Jimmy versus Jay next week in a singles match. Why did we need the tag match tonight? Also, as these teams were making their way down to the ring, Michael Cole noted that this was for the tag titles. But then when we came back from a break, he noted that he had messed up. He said, I have a correction. I had previously mentioned that this match was for the SmackDown tag team titles. This match is not for the SmackDown tag team titles. And Pat McAfee told me, you know what, Cole? It takes a lot of guts in journalism to say when you're wrong and when you mess up and to correct yourself. So kudos to you, Michael Cole, for correcting your mistake here tonight. They're like, yeah, hey, people say things say things wrong by accident all the time. We're all, we're all, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, guilty of it. Hey, as long as you can man up and say, yep, I messed up. I said the wrong thing. I mean, I did that the other day. I was talking about um, Brody King getting signed possibly by AEW, and I accidentally said AEW released their whole roster. Instead of saying ROH released their whole roster. And someone called me out for it on Twitter. I go, yeah, I know. I messed up. I corrected it at the end of that video. This bada bing bada boom. Kingston hit a SOS early in this match. Trying to go for the victory quick. But Jay kicked out. Usos quickly took over and isolated Kofi on their side of the ring. Jimmy slowed down the pace with the chin lock. And for some reason, I think it was Pat, made a Hulk Hogan reference. Kingston attempted to... Uh, give me a second. Kingston attempted to make a tag, but Jimmy pulled him back. Kingston escaped and hit a super kick on Jimmy. Kingston made the tag, and the referee didn't see it. We wouldn't let King Woods in the ring. Jay then caused a distraction, and the Usos double-teamed Kofi. 
After a commercial break, uh, Kingston fought back, and Woods finally got tagged in. Woods ran wild and hit a rolling DDT on Jay. He knocked Jimmy to the floor and followed this up with a sliding dropkick through the ropes. Woods hit a leg drop off the top rope for a near fall. Kingston then tagged back in and went for the SOS again, but Jimmy escaped. Jimmy avoided the trouble in paradise and hit a super kick. Jay went for the splash, but the referee didn't see the tag. He stood in Jay's way, and Woods knocked him to the floor. Jimmy yelled that they made the tag, but the referee didn't care. Kingston then hit the trouble in paradise and picked up the victory. Yes, the New Day win again. The New Day. And correct me if I'm wrong, New Day won last week too, right? In the... I could be thinking wrong here. Hold on. In the big six-man tag, I think it was. Um, bum, bum, bum. Yeah. The New Day. The, 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 not six-man, but there were six guys. Triple threat. The New Day defeated RK Bro and the Usos. So that's two victories over the Usos. And they pinned the Usos. That's them pinning the Usos twice now. So there's no way I can see the Usos losing at day one. There is... No way I see the Usos losing at day one. Two pinned, two clean pinfall victories over the Usos for the New Day? Uh-uh. They ain't winning. They ain't winning at day one at all. Jason with a funny note here from the live show. Speaking of Michael Cole, one thing we did tonight was sing with Pat McAfee happy birthday to Cole during a commercial break. It was funny. Well, that's cool to hear. That's really cool to hear. So then we get Roman Reigns arriving at the building. Heyman goes to open his door. My tribal chief. Roman gets out the other side. Heyman tried to praise him. Well, Reigns just said, to the ring I think he said get Brock to my ring or something like that this was a really good angle to end the show and Jason let me know if this angle came off just as good live in the building in Chicago as well because this did come off really really good at least on television Roman came down to the ring with Usos and Paul Heyman the fans broke out into a loud Roman chant and Roman said Chicago acknowledge me Fans cheered. Reigns noted that he doesn't like it when his cousins lose, and they know that. That's okay, because they're family. Reigns pointed out, well, Heyman, you're not family. And Reigns wondered if he can trust Paul Heyman. Fans actually popped when he said that. Reigns has some questions. He thought he needed to get answered, and he thought he already had answered. He asked Heyman if he knew Brock was coming to SummerSlam, if he knew Brock would be at Madison Square Garden. And the fans chanted, you screwed up. And Roman hears that and goes, well, yeah, he may have. And I'm like, oh, I love, I love it when guys like Roman Reigns just know how to be quick-witted like that and bounce off the crowd. Because he's like, yeah, he did screw up or something like that. Reigns asks Heyman, He's a special counsel or an advocate. Heyman went to respond. Reigns asked, why are you protecting 
Lesnar from me. And he said, and as soon as he said that, I go, oh, I know exactly what Heyman's going to say. This next line by Heyman, super predictable. And he just goes, well, my, my tribal chief, I'm not protecting Brock Lesnar from you. I'm protecting you from Brock Lesnar. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's the obvious line there. Heyman then hugs him, or Heyman then gets hugged by Roman. And he's just in there, I love you. I love you, my tribal chief. And Roman's like, I know. I love you too. I want to thank you for the 40 years of service you've given to my family. But you're fired. The fans went nuts when Roman told Heyman that he's fired. Suddenly, Roman backs up and hits Paul Heyman, of all people, with a Superman punch. And Paul sells it big, dropping like a sack of potatoes. Reigns then calls for a steel chair. He takes that steel chair and places it under the head of a knocked out Paul Heyman. Reigns then calls for a second chair. And right as he is about to give Heyman a concerto, out comes Brock Lesnar. Brock slowly saunters out onto the stage. Usos jump out of the ring. And as Brock notices that the Usos are running at him, well, fuck, Brock runs at the Usos. Brock knocks one down with a, a clothesline, grabs the other one, F no, same one, F5 on the floor. Gets up, boom, super kick to the face. No sells it. Grabs the Uso, F5 on the floor. And Brock with the F5 on the floor is nuts because he does his F5 on the floor to where he like hits the floor and just pops right back up. Like, that's not going to feel good because he takes a perfect flat back bump. He goes around the ring, looking at Roman, not not taking his eyes off of the Universal Champion. Slides in. Roman hits him three or four times with the chair. And as he goes to hit him again with the chair, Brock kind of like shifts his arm up, doesn't low blow Roman Reigns, but kind of like shifts his arm up around his crotch area to grab him, throws him up on his shoulder, Wiggles him around as Heyman, not Heyman, Roman's trying to get out, F5. Brock does the whole, grabs Roman again, second F5. Camera then zooms in right on the face of Brock Lesnar as the show goes off the air. And yes, since Saturday, tonight, those were overalls. Last week was not overalls, those were waiters. Tonight, Brock was wearing overalls, though. Yes, Hot Rod Bubba, I already uh, mentioned that they're doing a gauntlet match next week for a shot at the Intercontinental title. We talked about that when we talked about the Sami Zayn segment where that match was actually announced. But I didn't say who's in the match. So I can talk about that right now. But before we do, I want to say that was Friday Night SmackDown. The show was really good. As far as next week's show, we do know that there's going to be a women's title match. Tony Storm will be challenging Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown women's title. And the following men will battle in a gauntlet with the winner earning an icy title match. It is Sheamus, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, Mansoor, Jinder Mahal, Shanky, Drew Gulak, Ricochet, Eric, Ivar, Angel and Humberto. These one, two, three, four, five, 12 men again will be battling 
or shot at the Intercontinental Championship on next week's show that has already been filmed tonight. I want to say thank you to Jack Dawson for the super sticker on the YouTube chat. Really do appreciate that one. But with that, that was Friday Night Smackdown, guys. You know what I thought of the show? Now it's time to hear what you guys thought of the show. As far as the Twitch poll does go, 60% of you liked tonight's show. 20% didn't like the show. And 20% thought it was just all right. As far as the Twitter poll does go, 68% liked the show. 25% didn't. And 6% thought it was just all right. As far as the YouTube poll, wow, 80% of you on YouTube liked this show. Out of the over 100 people that voted, 80% liked the show. 11% thought it was just all right. And 9% did not like SmackDown. Moving over to the text messages, remember you can text in 510-906-1341. Again, that's 510 510- 906-1341. Refreshing those to make sure we get all the text messages. This person says, you see Angel challenging Shinsuke Nakamura for the IC title. Um, Probably not. I don't see him winning the gauntlet match. It says, I like how the city of Chicago, and Jason could talk on this. I like how the city of Chicago had a lot of signs that were against the bloodline. Also, do you think Braun Breaker should be the one to beat Roman? No, but I could see him winning the Rumble. But Jason could talk about that. How I felt like there were more signs in the crowd tonight than normally we see on WWE television. Um, this person says, do you think the New Day are going to win the championships day one? No, I do not at all. Basically just telling me whatever I talked about. It says, thank you for letting people know that if they spoil the movie Spider-Man, they will be banned. I'm going to see it with my family on Christmas Day, and I can see Roman Reigns retaining the title against Brock Lesnar day one. I can see that as well. I can see Roman Reigns retaining as well. I mean, my, my fantasy booking would be Roman losing the title, winning the Rumble, and getting it back at Mania. Says, do you think Naomi and Zia Lee are gonna be a team? I think only team on SmackDown in WWE. Okay, um, I get the first part of your question. I don't understand the second part. I think maybe at day one we can get Zia Lee and Naomi against, and I can honestly see them putting this on the pre-show. Unfortunately, Naomi and Zia Lee against Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Um, this person says, "What do you think is next for Paul Heyman?" Gonna be with Brock. That's what's next. Also, we got a super chat donation from Jason Roa in the YouTube chat. He says, Hey Tim, keep up the great work. Which duo do you enjoy seeing better together? Reigns and Heyman or Lesnar and Heyman? And that is a great question. That is a great question that I actually haven't really thought about. <sighs> if I think about it here, who do I like better? Heyman and Roman or Heyman and Brock? I think I'm going to have to go Heyman and Brock because I like the way Heyman is with Brock better. Heyman's, Heyman with Roman is more kind of like subdued and always scared about what he's going to say and do next. Where Heyman and Brock, Heyman gives no fucks about anything. So 
I would say Heyman and Brock, just because of the dynamic there of how Heyman acts when he's got Brock on his side or when he's got Roman on his side. With Roman on his side, yes, he knew that he was in a prominent position. He was always scared that Roman can cut him at any time. When he's with Brock, he don't give two Fs about anything. But with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Remember, you can follow us on social media. Facebook.com forward slash Pro Wrestling ULTD. And follow us on Instagram at PWUnlimited. Now, I did see a comment. I forget who it was now. I can't find it now. In the chat, asking if I'm going to stream on Twitch later. I might. I have to run to Walmart as soon as I wrap up here to go get the last Christmas present that I have to get. And then if I can make it back with good enough time, I'll stream on Twitch. Not going to guarantee it because I also have to be up extra early tomorrow to help a friend with a Christmas present that he's building for some family members and whatnot. So, yeah, I got a long day tomorrow. Got to wake up early, earlier than normal. So we'll see. If you want to know if I'm going to be live, well, follow me on Twitter at Timmy Buddy. Twitter.com forward slash Timmy Buddy. I'll tweet there when I go live or just follow my Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. You follow it, you'll get a notification that says Timmy is live. He's playing such and such game. We'll probably be Fortnite. But with that, guys, I will see you guys later. There's nothing to do this weekend. So Sunday, tomorrow I'm busy all day, but Sunday maybe I'll stream some games on Twitch. So I'll see you guys then. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you next time.